Magic Without Fears, Hermetic Podcast. I'm your host, Frater R.C. For more and exclusive episodes, visit magicwithoutfears.com. Thank you for your support. Without Fears, Hermetic Podcast. I'm your host, Frater R.C. For more and exclusive episodes, visit magicwithoutfears.com. Thank you for your support. It would be so easy to not do uh, one of these today, of all days. I'm just very sad. But Get your notebook out, because this is uh, one where you need to take notes. This is Chapter 21, a Tarot and Astrology of Granny Rainbow's High Magic. And the reason you need to take notes is because she's going to go through all the tarot cards. And it's out of print, but this is the oral tradition, or traces of it, from Paul Foster Case to Jason Lauderhand to Arissa Victor. Which means, so in this chapter, there is true Kabbalah, true elements of virtually only mouth-to-ear from Paul Foster Case, Jason Lauderhand, to Arissa, and then, you know, turned over in her own experience in life and shared with us. So that is the essence of the secret stream. And uh, so, yeah, take notes. Look for the, the gems. There's, in every chapter, a few times where I she says something, I'm like, oh, I haven't heard that said this way before, ever. And then I can see a glimpse of not just something that Paul Foster Case might have only ever said, but it's, it's more than that. It's who said it to him, or who said what to lead him to think that. And then what did he say to Jason Lauderhand? What did Jason Lauderhand experience that led him to then say something to Arissa? And then she then experienced it and shared it in this out-of-print book with us, and that is what oral tradition is. It's written here, but that's it's a lucky thing. The fact that it's out of print and probably won't be pre-printed ever is, uh, makes it oral tradition now to you. So, um, yeah, you might want to take notes or just listen to it multiple times. Definitely this is one to share with your friends as we go through all of the tarot trumps of the Major Arcana. Oh, and the goats have broken loose on our property. Need help getting them back in the goat enclosure. Part of me really wants to go film goats running around right now, but if I do that, I won't have time to get through this whole thing. But it's pretty cute when they're all just rambunctiously <laughs> doing their thing. I could definitely use a bit of laughter after uh, 
today. Sorry, Let's see if I can get through this without too many tears. Quote, in the tarot key 10, the wheel of fortune, the four sacred animals of Ezekiel's vision as described in the Bible come from astrology, which was part and parcel of the religion of the time. This means that their beliefs were tied to the seasons, tied to the sun. Jason Lauderhand, The Spoken Kabbalah. Tarot and astrology are perfectly complementary and interchangeable sets of information. Through this study of old alchemical texts, Carl Jung realized that symbolism is the language of the right brain. Luckily for the world, he was able to share his findings rather than needing to hide them, as the earlier alchemists were forced to do. Because tarot is composed of spiritual symbols, it is one of the finest tools available for activating the right brain, located in Bina on the Tree of Life. Astrology uses glyphs, which are abstract symbols. Astrology involves more numbers than tarot does. These conceptual attributes of science and the stars bring in a strong element of left brain stimulation, corresponding to Hakma on the Tree. This is why, among people skilled in these arts, astrology is considered more logical, while tarot is something one feels. However, they both use our intuitive and our rational powers. Separately, tarot and astrology are excellent disciplines for attuning to source, for receiving inspiration and guidance, if that is what the astrologer or tarotier wants. I like that, tarotier. Together, tarot and astrology are remarkable tools for consistent readings of people, situations, and probable outcomes. The best use of all is for contacting yourself. And that's the real trick. Consistent study and practice can take you to a place where you do not need the tools anymore. But if you are like me, you will love your pack of friendly helpers and use it all the time. Since astrology is in the tarot, the cards are all you need. Of course, to create and read horoscopes, most people need a computer. You are free to accept or reject these spiritual disciplines, but what are you, are you really missing something if you believe all people using tarot and astrology are weird and woohoo? These ancient tools have been around for a long time because they help people. Of course, they can be misused, as they have been in many Hollywood films, but teachings and tools from our friends in the inner school transcend all derision. In tarot or astrology readings, when the consciousness of the reader, who may also be the querent or questioner, is attuned to high frequencies, there is always enough light to outshine any darkness. That is wonderfully said. Sir Isaac Newton said to someone who derided Newton's interest in astrology, Sir, I have studied the subject. You have not. The fact is, Accurate metaphysical information is very inspiring and inwardly empowering. Egoic, outwardly powerful people have often scorned and sometimes purposefully attacked the sacred sciences. They want to make the public fearful or scoffing to keep people from using the golden gifts of the inner school. They persecuted anyone caught in the act of self-empowerment. This is exactly why the first alchemists worked in secrecy and disguise. Below we have an image of a ring with light shining around it and an eye in the center. It says the eye of God from Jakob Böhme, 
1575-1624, Alchemy and Mysticism by Alexander Rube. This eye is beaming forth light rather than taking it in. Jakob Böhme was a shoemaker, a visionary, and an outspoken spiritual alchemist who experienced a direct connection with the Most High. The church gave him a hard time, always threatening him and telling him to get out of town. Jakob had friends in high places, so he was able to move from town to town and write books. His drawing of the all-seeing eye of God also represents his own third eye. Above our two outer eyes, three supernals. Anyone? We each have an inner eye that gradually opens during the alchemical quest. The information given in this chapter can be like creator's left brain diving board. Use it for diving into the right brain waters of your psyche soul. Okay. There all the powers of creation stand ever ready to produce what you want to know, help you touch the meanings behind the words, and experience the actuality of guidance. Keep diving and you will noticeably energize your greatest inner helper, your subconscious high priestess, to manifest your high magical awakening. She operates below, sub, your self-conscious awareness. But in herself, she is aware of everything, all the time. Since I began using the tarot, I have had a secret dream, a tarot deck in every home. Anyone can benefit from the sacred images if only they know how to use them. When you have a deck, you can put the spiritual definitions in this chapter together with the cards. In the deck created by A.E. Waite and drawn by Pamela Coleman-Smith, the Albano Waite deck is my favorite. This is Arissa saying that. The pictures by themselves do tell the whole story, but most people need explanations. It is important to remember the images are symbolic. And also a recent update we got was the release of from uh, McLean of the lecture by Roger Parasus on the fact that Coleman Smith was a GD member and introduced to Waite by William Butler Yeats, in fact. And Waite, in fact, used his version the, 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 of the tarot to tell a version of the Welsh Grail mysteries given to him by Yeats. And so Yeats was really the secret architect even behind Waite on, in many ways. You can listen to that lecture online. It's quite remarkable um, what Roger Parasus discovered and, and lectured on in the 80s, though the lecture was only released a couple weeks ago to the world. Finally, um, it's revolutionary. And if you know astrology, you can conjoin the two and enjoy the magnificent dance they do together. Oh, I have the lecture on a playlist on my Frater RC YouTube, as well as in the uh, orderofcelticmysteries.com. Just be sure to stretch the highest spiritual level in your interpretations. Astrology is a holy science, bequeathed to earthlings to help them ascend. It has been sadly misused, scorned, ridiculed, and misunderstood. However, the inner truth of both these metaphysical disciplines will far outlast all misunderstanding. Our teachers say all people have the whole tarot deck and all the signs of the zodiac operating within. Each individual is born under one particular sign, whichever the sun is in, while the whole wheel of the zodiac surrounds and empowers us. The positions of the stars at your moment of birth have a unique vibration that is reflected above, from above, upon you in the below. The sun, moon, 
planets, and stars are Earth's family. We are the kin of sky beings. In the tarot, each of the 78 cards is aligned with one of the four elements. 22 major arcana keys are packed with exceedingly potent spiritual information. They tell the story of the fool's journey of descent into matter and ascent back to spirit. The 56 minor arcana keys include ace through ten, and four sets of king, queen, knight, and page. Our helpful elements show up as the four suits of wands, cups, swords, and pentacles. All the cards are spiritual, no matter how they look, just like people. The Fool, Major Arcana Tarot Key Zero, with the letter Aleph and the number zero. Builders of the Adidam School of Holy Kabbalah and Sacred Tarot. Older than night or day, younger than the babe newborn, beyond all things and creatures yet fixed in the heart of everyone. Paul Foster Case, snippet from the poem The Fool, The Book of Tokens. Key Zero, The Fool, Superconsciousness, Air, Uranus. The Androgynous Fool, Key Zero, is a synopsis of the entire tarot deck of 78 cards, or keys. It represents the Ein Sof Or, that infinite, indescribable, limitless light of which all is made. The fool is the indefinable no-thing, yet is pictured as a person because it lives and loves in all things. It has been called the animating principle by philosophers and spirit by religion. Animate is a verb that means bring to life. The breath of life is the means whereby all creatures live. One good way to connect with the fool is to pay attention to your breathing. Not surprisingly, the fool is considered an air card. The fool inspires the magician. In fact, as the astrological planet Uranus, our wild, inspired fool self, is the higher octave of Mercury, our magician self. The purpose of high magic is to awaken us to our fool self. Astrology. Planet Uranus. The symbol. First of the three outer trans-Saturnian planets, higher octave of Mercury, intellect, rules Aquarius, humanity, freedom. Uranus is wild, inventive, unpredictable, revolutionary, individual, playful, and free. Key 1. The Magician. Self-Consciousness. Air. Mercury. Key 1 depicts the mage who turns lead to gold in himself or herself by proper focus of his intellectual faculties. Actually, he consciously participates in waking up from a dream in which gold appeared to be lead. The magician brings heaven to earth above to below, the fool to the high priestess. Known as Mercury in astrology, this messenger of the gods is an androgynous planet. It rules the zodiacal sign of the twins, who are Adam and Eve in the tarot, as an air planet. The magician wields the sword of formation, intellect. By concentrating that power in his focused thoughts, he decides what form the higher energies are going to take in the physical world. Because our inner magician determines what will manifest, it is vitally important for us to know what we want. The red robe of desire is essential to high magic. Astrology. Planet Mercury. 
rules zodiacal signs Gemini, dual nature of mind, and Virgo, health, wholeness, individuation. Exalted in Virgo because that sign governs the great work. Mercury is communicative, talkative, logical, reasonable, focused, analytical, and relationship-oriented. Key 2. The High Priestess. Subconsciousness. Water. Moon. The alchemist is inspired by right-brain-accessed infinite resources. Known as the First Matter or First Mother, represented in tarot as the High Priestess, she always responds to the magician. Whenever and whatever he focuses on, she starts to congeal her super-tiny bits of quanta around it. If he holds his focus steady, she manifests his desire. Alchemists realize the sacredness of the embodiment process. They focus on what they truly want, not allowing sloppy or negative mental images in their self-conscious awareness. The High Priestess will produce a desired thing instantly for the Highest Masters. The Count of St. Germain, Inner Plains leader of the Aquarian Age, is legendary in this regard. Astrology. Planet Moon. Rules zodiacal sign of cancer expresses feelings. Exalted in Taurus, bodies, because her birth birthing process is completed in the fixed earth. Moon is the dark mother, first matter, Soul, psyche, feelings, emotions, memory, instinct, sensitivity, inner life, and inner worlds. Note. Planet. The English word planet was derived from a Greek word that meant wanderer. Originally, it referred to all heavenly bodies, including sun and moon, that shifted in cycles through the sky, in contrast to the fixed stars that did not appear to move. This definition is still the astrological meaning of the word. A British association of astronomers has changed the meaning of planet twice, while astrology is fine with the original definition. <laughs> Key 3. The Empress. Earth. Venus. When the High Priestess, storehouse of all incipient subconscious possibility, is impregnated by the divine fire flowing through the magician's focused intellect, she becomes the pregnant empress. Three is the ancient number of the goddess, a number of fecundity, fertility, and abundance. The empress is the divine mother who loves all her children, meaning all things in creation. She is creation itself. As the goddess of love, Venus holds the whole cosmos in her heart and her infinite womb of space. She supplies the four elements for our use. Every particle of everything that ever was, is, or will be resides in the body of Mother Nature, the Empress. Aware of the worshipful nature of life's manifestation process, and out of gratitude to the Empress, the High Magician is always on his, her, best behavior. Beauty abounds wherever the Master walks. Astrology. Planet Venus rules Taurus, manifestation, and Libra, partnership. Exalted in Pisces, compassionate unity. Venus is the bright mother, queen of queens, ruling manifestation, the arts, beauty, peace, romance, wealth, and social graces. Key 4, the emperor, fire, Aries, the ram. 
The Lord of Fire is the perfect figure of primal will, law, and authority. As King of Kings, he is the universal architect and mathematician, the creator who decrees the order of things, and the divine reason that enlightens the mind. As the source of light, the magnificent fire sovereign in us envisions what will be. The alchemist uses this mighty inner power to see the results of the great work, which already exist in the continuum. The emperor within empowers us to stay steady on the path, to be level-headed and fearless. The divine father's desires literally inspire, put spirit into the empress, who brings his plans to completion. This divine couple is sometimes called logos, logic, and eros, love. Astrology, zodiacal signs of Aries, the ram, cardinal fire. The first sign of the zodiac beginning at the spring equinox, ruled by Mars, energy, desire, exalts the sun, regeneration. Aries is the I am sign, opposite Libra's we are, ruled by Venus. Aries is the sign of new beginnings, leadership, and zest for life. It is youthful, exuberant, active, assertive, visionary, commanding, and rational. Key 5. The Hierophant. Earth. Taurus. The Bull. Hierophant means revealer of the mysteries. His tarot image looks like the Pope, referring to the Pope within, which is your own spiritual authority, your inner spiritual teacher. This supremely important inner guide self is seated in your heart. The stone temple in the picture symbolizes your physical body. As the card of Taurus fixed earth, this key is saying that the Kabbalah sees the body as holy. All physical manifestations are the result of life's sublime magic, which builds forms around the heart of love. All bodies are temples of spirit. All things in the one thing are ensouled. This key is essential to the great work because results of alchemical practice are built into the body. The ascended masters enjoy underlying bodies. This blessed state is possible for everyone. Astrology. Zodiacal sign of Taurus. The bull. Fixed earth. Second sign of the zodiac. Height of spring in the northern hemisphere. Ruled by Venus. Love. Substance. Exalts the moon, first matter, source of manifestation. Taurus is the sign of nature, nurture, manifestation, wealth, bodies, gardens, and wild animals. Key 6. The Lovers. Air, Gemini, the Twins. The Lovers stand in the Garden of Eden, which is essentially a place of perfect peace deep in your heart. In individuals and in society, all clearing of obstacles to love equals progress on the path of return to the garden. Unlike the biblical distortion, here in the true garden, Archangel Raphael blesses everything. Nude bodies are blessed in honor of the way light, life, love first made us. Both the tree of knowledge and the tree of life are blessed. Apples and snake are blessed. No flaming sword threatens the peace. The great sword from the heart of the tree of life has created the appearance of separation for the purpose of relationship. This key of beauty represents peace in the psyche between your superconscious 
self-conscious, and subconscious, the three supernals. This image helps us understand why equilibrium is the basis of the great work. In fact, the mountain represents the great work. Astrology. Zodiacal sign of Gemini, the twins, mutable air. Third sign of the zodiac, ruled by Mercury, androgyny, communication. No exalted planet. Gemini is the sign of all opposites and interrelationships, as well as reading, writing, networking, commerce, and business. Key 7. The chariot. Water. Cancer. The crab. The charioteer represents our masterful self-conscious awareness once we have gotten the knack of working with the first matter, occult water. Everything in this picture is in perfect balance. In mythology, sphinxes represent the dangers of the passions. I love, desire it, and I hate, fear it. Here these beasts are under complete control. The driver is said to be directing the sphinxes with it, the invisible reins of the mind. With his head inside the blue starry canopy, the charioteer is consciously connected to the high priestess, first matter, moon. He seven rules the middle day of the alchemists. At the bottom of the zodiac, innermost point of the astrological wheel of the year, the sign of the crab is sensitized and directed by feelings as it goes deep sea diving into cosmic awareness. In these watery depths, one is empowered to feel and express some of the limitless moods of the Divine Mother and the illumination that awaits within. Astrology, zodiacal sign of Cancer, the crab, begins at the summer solstice, cardinal water, fourth sign, located at the nadir, the deepest part of the chart. Ruled by the moon, feeling, insight, exalts Jupiter, expansion, possibility, Cancer is the sign of mothering, sensitivity, receptivity, emotions, sympathy, and expressions of deep feeling. Key 8. Strength. Fire. Leo the Lion. Leo is ruled by the sun and connected to the heart chakra. It is the sign of artistic self-expression. 8 is the number of power. Here we see the tarot, magician's partner, the subconscious, personified as a powerful yet tender woman. She is said to be married to the Red Lion, the King of Beasts, who represents all the mighty powers of nature. We program this magical team by how we think. Life invents us to use these manifesting powers consciously, to express our creativity and give form to our best intentions. The Leo in us helps keep a sunny, positive attitude. The Mountain of Aspiration in the background reminds us to use our inventiveness and aspirations for ascending together in the light of love. Astrology. Zodiacal sign of Leo. The lion fixed fire. Fifth sign ruled by the sun consciousness regeneration. No exalted planet. Leo is the sign of royalty, remembering that all beings rule their personal world. Bravery, geniality, drama, acting, creativity, and self-expression. Key 9. The Hermit. Earth, Virgo, the Maiden. Put the words all one together and you have alone. 
the hermit, appears to exist by himself, but he has a partner. The mysterious dark background, the endless quantum field, which is completely responsive to his will. He represents the creator of the cosmos, who is never separate from creation. They are Tai Chi partners who contain each other while both are contained in one. He nine symbolizes the most hidden inner sacred part of each being and of every particle in existence. He is the father of whom Jesus spoke. Known as the Ancient of Days, the great alchemist holds aloft his magic lantern to guide seekers home to himself. That inner light is symbolized by a six-pointed star known as the Shield of Love. The benign hermit wizard inspires the great work of self-realization and the awakening of humanity. When Mercury, as the magician, unites with the hermit, the true self is remembered. United we stand as one. Astrology. Zodiacal sign of Virgo. The Virgin. Mutable Earth. Sixth sign ruled by Mercury. Also exalts Mercury because this is the sign most explicitly devoted to alchemy. Practicing alchemists must persevere in their intentions and actions. They hone their mercurial powers of analysis, always seeking selfhood in whatever experience life itself provides. The Virgin represents the first matter, as well as humanity's pure soul. Virgo is the sign of wholeness, individuation, integration, analysis, organization, purpose, perseverance, work, service, and tame animals. Note, top and bottom of Zodiac. Virgo completes the first bottom half of the wheel of the year. In a horoscope, the first six houses, which correspond to the first six signs, have to do with an individual's personal journey and development. The second, top half, is about social expression. Key 10. Wheel of Fortune. Fire. Jupiter. Key 10 concerns new beginnings, openings, and expansions. Fortune is not a hit-or-miss thing, but rather it is the working of karma. That being said, life, light, love is always expanding, evolving, and inventing new self-expressions. We always get another chance. The beginning of the whirlings happens in the crown of primal will on the tree of life, setting all life in motion and keeping it going. When asked if he believed in God, Einstein said, something is moving. The wheel of life spirals in cycles such as the seasons. At the same time, it shifts outward to create change and growth. All the while, our infinitely creative universe holds everything in its grasp. As it says in the old spiritual song, He's got the whole world in his hand. While wise practitioners of occult science apply this divine power to expand the mind and open the heart, as the giver of blessings, the Wheel of Fortune bestows alchemical gold upon the deserving alchemist. Astrology. Planet Jupiter. Rules Sagittarius. Exalted in Cancer, where, as the sky god ruler of heaven, he joins with the deepest mother waters. Jupiter rules expansion, generosity, growth, circulation, opportunity, optimism, travel, and luck. Key 11. Justice. Air, Libra, the scales. 
Lady Justice rules action and the balance of action, so she is an extremely busy goddess. Her heart is the balance point of all activity, her sword associated with the heart of the tree of life. The heart on the tree of life unfailingly discerns the truth. Unlike some human-made statues of justice, the tarot divine mother is not blind. Seeing into the reality of every situation with absolute accuracy and precision, she decides the best outcome for all. She is Venus is at work. She is Venus at work. Typo. Clearing the path so your heart can lead the way. Balanced relationships are the main theme. Lovely Libra's famous peace and beauty result from her impartial fair dealings. She understands all sides of a person, group, or life circumstance. Lady Justice can be counted on to bring a balanced viewpoint, for she knows equilibrium is the basis of the great work. Astrology, zodiacal sign of Libra, the scales, begins at the fall equinox, cardinal air, ruled by Venus, love, exalts Saturn, the pinpoint center of equilibrium, seventh sign, which begins shared experience in the zodiac's, zodiac's upper half, Libra is the sign of balance, art, beauty, peacemaking, diplomacy, partnership, harmony, and comfort. Key 12. Hanged man, water, Neptune. The hanged man's head is all lit up, so we know he is illumined. There has been an inner reversal from small self-egotism to great self-realization. He represents the quiet mind of the surrendered soul. Before turning within, he was distracted and pulled in different directions by contradictions in himself and distractions in the outer world. When Neptune, the lord of oceans, takes the fortunate man from Manus, mind, deep into the psyche soul, the mind is unburdened of the painful sense of separation under which we all labor until we experience the light of the self. During this inner experience, wisdom and understanding flood the consciousness. Peaceful equilibrium is the result. In this profound experience, one knows the deepest meaning of, I see the light. The hanged man is not manipulating the world. Rather, he is in com complete spiritual surrender to the one. Astrology. Planet Neptune second of the three outer trans-Saturnian planets. I believe the word should be Saturnine, not Saturnian, unless that's an astrologer thing. But the adjectival form of Saturn is Saturnine. Unless astrologers do that different. My mom's an astrologer, and I still don't know that. Hmm. Interesting. Maybe it's an American thing. Higher octave of the moon, sensitivity. Rules Pisces, mysticism. Neptune offers inner life, psychic phenomena, numinous experiences, music, mystery, and Young's collective unconscious. Key 13, death, water, Scorpio the scorpion. In tarot symbolism, death means permanent change. Permanent change comes about through transformation, a shifting of form. Once the caterpillar becomes a butterfly, there is no turning back. Once we have realized a profound truth, there can be no return to ignorance. When St. Paul said, I die daily, he was surrendering his soul to God, letting the past stay in the past and embracing each day as utterly new. 
We can think of ourselves as being reborn daily, whatever form our changes take. There is nothing to fear. Constant change is a law of life. When we talk, walk with trust in ourself, we welcome whatever life sends our way. Ready to change from moment to moment, we are guided as we are guided. In alchemy, egotism, small self, must die, transform in the light of higher consciousness. Paul Case often calls the renewing power the Scorpio force. Yogis call it Kundalini. Astrology, zodiacal sign of Scorpio. The scorpion fixed water ruled by Pluto. Ascension. No exalted planet, eighth sign of the zodiac. Scorpio is the sign of death and transformation in all its countless forms. It rules the mysterious underworld, secrets, sexuality, and all things magical and occult, hidden, concealed. Key 14, Temperance, Fire, Sagittarius the Archer. The great lord Michael, archangel of the Christed light, is our guide and our guardian while we work our way up the path of return. There at the end, the golden crown of selfhood awaits between the twin mountains of wisdom and understanding. This quest for self-realization is the greatest journey a soul can take. Almost all souls are on this journey. Within us, this fire angel empowers our passion for freedom and lights our way home. The tempering angel is said to be performing alchemy. He may be measuring the water in two cups until the amounts come up even. The temper is to bring to the proper condition by some treatment. This trial by fire treatment aims to wake us up from spiritual amnesia. Because in truth we never left ourselves. Key 14 asks us to aspire even higher. Astrology, zodiacal sign Sagittarius, the archer, mutable fire. Ruled by Jupiter, expansion, aspiration, no exalted planet. Ninth sign of the zodiac. Sagittarius is the sign of philosophy, higher education, long journeys, exploration, expansion, cycles, idealism, optimism, and enthusiasm. Key 15, the devil. Earth, Capricorn, the sea goat. Our teachers say all the major arcanas are faces of God, aspects of the One. The devil card is no doubt a reason why some people think the tarot is evil. But actually, key 15 is a very important part of the spiritual landscape. It represents the part of God, life, light, love, we don't understand, don't like, and reject. In the Kabbalah, God is all that is, so denying any part is not wise. In our free will universe, the dark side exists to give us a choice. Without choice, we would not be free. In practical terms, the devil within is egotism. At every moment, we are choosing whether to listen to the petty, fearful little me or the deeper, loving self. When we give in to fear, the root of all negative emotions, our vibration goes down. And, of course, when we trust the spirit of light... We prosper in peace. Consciously or unconsciously, we make countless choices every day. The key to success is pay attention to your conscience and intuition. Egotism is in the head. Choosing lead will never get you success in alchemy. 
Astrology. Zodiacal sign Capricorn, the sea goat, begins at the winter solstice in the north. Cardinal Earth, ruled by Saturn, manifestation, control, exalts Mars, power, manifesting energy. Tenth sign at the top of the zodiac, Capricorn is the sign of self-mastery, authority, teaching, manifesting, career, accomplishment, and public influence. Notes. Capricorn, the devil, represents outer appearance, which is like a mask over the inner light in all things. When we, see, when we only see the external aspects of life, the facade can be frightening. You may be familiar with the acronym for fear, false evidence appearing real. At the top of the zodiac, Capricorn is the sign of conscious manifestation. Spirit is at its most hidden in physical forms until we see the light. And yet we very much desire our physical manifestations. Many people think stuff is what life is all about, but it can ensnare us like a trap in our outer, in the outer world. This, there is absolutely nothing wrong with enjoying physical abundance. Just balance it with spiritual wisdom. For a happy-looking Capricorn tarot card, see the King of Pentacles, a manif- master manifester. Sorry, folks, it's, uh, it's a rough day. I'm uh, going to keep going, though. Reaping everything that started in Aries, Capricorn is in a position of power, authority, and influence, is at the top of the wheel of the year. It is said to be the sign of the governor or father. Power can make the ego feel puffed up. Key 15 warns us to be very careful with power. We all have Capricorn somewhere in our horoscopes. Used wisely, used wisely and well, it is a great teacher who can help us to master our fears. It is said to mellow with age. My beloved enlightened teacher, Jason Lauderhand, was a triple Capricorn, meaning his sun, moon, and descendant were all in the sign of the sea goat. He was jolly, loving, magical, and wise beyond words. Kabbalists love the earth and enjoy manifested things, but are not attached to anything. Matthew says, darkly inclined souls lost in egotism are the weakest link in the chain of oneness. We can have compassion and send them light, as if we had a flashlight with which to guide them out of darkness. My Capricorns and Venuses and Capricorn, that's all I got. My only earth sign, but it's loving through buildings, so. Key 16, the tower, fire, Mars. Key 16 transfers us from the ignorance of Key 15 into the peaceful presence of the goddess in Key 17. Lightning is heavenly fire blasting away the false crown of the ego and setting our human self-conscious and subconscious free. Awakening can be very shocking. The realization that what we thought was so is not at all the truth of things may slowly dawn on the seeker or be revealed all at once. Either way, the darkened, lonely, isolated tower of egotism falls down. The planet Mars represents the inner divine father firepower that always seeks to return us to our original state of pure freedom. As we continue on the path, we realize freedom and slavery are states of mind, no matter the outer circumstances. Spiritually, this card does not mean catastrophe except to the ego, which is a false self that dies with the body. The true self, 
the true soul self lives forever. In alchemy, separation between ego and self is an essential step. See the difference and keep making the wise choice. Astrology. Planet, Mars. Rules, Aries. Exalted in Capricorn because that cardinal earth sign is most capable of the full physical expression of Mars's desires and life force. Is Mars energy, action, vitality, desire, passion, exercise, vigor, assertiveness, bravery, and courage. Key 17. The star. Well, that's me. Air. Aquarius. The water bearer. Though my mom always said uh, that that was wrong. It's the thought bearer, and which is why the two wavy lines represent thought waves. Because the ancients were aware that thoughts actually produced sort of thought waves. They apparently knew that stuff, which is why it's air. Anyway, that's what another astrologer says. Do what thou wilt with it. Aquarius is an air sign. No shit. Oops. I swore. Oh, well, whatever. Why is its patron, the goddess of Earth's new age, called the water bearer? Think of it this way. Earth's atmosphere has an important function to carry water in the form of evaporation, rain, snow, and clouds all around the planet. Since air in the Kabbalah symbolizes the intellect and water symbolizes love, the message is that our thinking faculty is meant to be used to express love, tenderness, peace, and beauty. Oh, I love that. Granny Rainbow's the best. This harmonious mental state will become the norm as Gaia goes further into the Aquarian energies. Almighty, all-loving Isis Urania will continue pouring her healing waters into the pool of humanity's psyche and onto all earthly bodies. In occult science, this is the key of meditation. The divine feminine supplies the intellect with helpful revelations, guides, inner connections to source, answers to questions, visions of past and future, and the wonders of selfhood. True alchemists have a beautiful relationship with the star goddess. Astrology. Zodiacal sign Aquarius, the water bearer, fixed earth, ruled by Uranus, higher mind in the now. It's also ruled by Mercury. No exaltations. Eleventh sign of the Zodiac. Aquarius is the sign of truth, humanity, equality, freedom, individuality, invention, science, and computers. I'm going to add in there the uh, four archetypes of the Aquarius, which are the revolutionary, the genius, the outcast, and the... Oh, I forget the last one. Anyway, moving on. Key 18, the moon. Water, Pisces, the fishes. Key 18 takes us on an inner journey into our old brain, the medulla oblongata, where the skull meets the spine. Here, primal instincts abide in a place sacred to the goddess, where all communication happens through the feeling nature. The medulla is the body's basic life support. It takes care of home base while consciousness travels in spiritual realms. The moon... Cards' meanings are mystical and multidimensional, like the zodiacal Pisces which, with which it is associated. The consciousness of the body has of itself its awareness of being made of living particles, its consciousness, its connection with the first matter, and its magical healing powers for self and others. These abilities are explored by the alchemist. Transmutation happens in the body as it becomes an ever more purified container for the self. 
it's crucial. The progress we make in our studies and practices while we awake is built into the earthly vessel during sleep. Another huge, amazing point from the lovely Granny Rainbow. Love you, Arissa. You're the best. Astrology. I love my mom, astrologer, too. So, love you both. Zodiacal sign, Pisces. The fishes, mutable power, ruled by Neptune sensitivity. Twelfth and final sign of the zodiac. People with their astrological moon in Pisces tend to be psychic. Pisces is the sign of synthesis, compassion, empathy, intuition, introspection, imagination, sleep, and dreams. As my mom was always, would always say, um, drugs, psychological institutions, criminality, and spiritual uh, enlightenment. <laughs> Key 19, the sun, fire, sun. Hermes taught that the great work is the operation of the sun. Paul Case says we can take that statement literally. The tarot sun has a face because it represents a being. Its straight yang and curving yin rays symbolize both light and love emanating from the source of our life. The God's soul is literally the life-light love by whose grace we exist. The sun is the gold we seek. And it's just happiness, right? It lives in every particle of our bodies. It is the light in our minds. It is our essential self that shines in splendor from all loving hearts and beholds a beautiful world wherever awakened eyes may gaze. The Kabbalah teaches that all light is an extension from source. Therefore, all planets in our solar system and all beings, things, and events on those planets are operations of the sun god. Our Father in Heaven always works towards our enlightenment. Alchemical practice participates with the sun in this regard. There comes a time when the aspiring alchemist realizes he or she is one with soul in the great sun initiation. Astrology. Planet Sun rules Leo. One's astrological sign is determined by the position of the sun in the zodiac. If the sun was in Leo when you were born, then you are a Leo, etc. The sun rules life, light, love, and the heart chakra. It is our benign, royal representative of the self. Soul is sociable, extroverted, expansive, convivial, companionable, all-giving, and all-allowing. Key 20. Judgment. Fire. Pluto. As always, fire is the awakener. Here we see the ascended Mars force, now named Pluto, calling people up out of the graves of ignorance, far from casting people into hell. This symbolism represents the good judgment that results from hearing the call of the true self. Alchemical transformation is in process. The limitations of the third dimension, symbolized as coffins, are overcome in the more expanded fourth dimension. Our consciousness is raised by the clarion call of truth. Key 20 represents success in alchemy. This self-conscious has become receptive. The self-conscious has become receptive. The subconscious is active, and the superconscious child is born in triumph and celebration. Angels really do salute the alchemist's self-realization. Astrology. Planet Pluto. 
rules Scorpio, death and rebirth, third of the three outer trans-Saturnian planets, higher octave of Mars, the will to live. Pluto governs transformation, transmutation, kundalini, revolution, resurrection, reincarnation, and immortality. Key 21. The world, Earth, Saturn. After the dramatic Plutonian awakening in the second-to-last card of the Tarot Major Arcana, what happens in the very last card? Saturn happens. Saturn is self-mastery, depicted in the delightful dancer in the final Major Arcana key. It is no wonder meanings in Sa- of Saturn were twisted by the dark side to suggest a planet of limitation, pain, and punishment. Fortunately, the tree of life and the tarot deck remain intact. Saturn is the divine mother on the tree. See Binah, page 36. In tarot lore, the world dancer is androgynous, but the male aspect is veiled. The mother is uppermost because now she rules the alchemist's consciousness in love, beauty, and peace. Saturn is the fulcrum, the balance point, the scales of divine justice. Key 21 represents self-realization because being joyously lived in the world. Saturn, an earth planet, dances in air, as does our world. Now, in the fifth dimension, she, he, is surrounded by a victory wreath. The androgynous unified self is oneness with all. Enjoying relationship with everything in the universe, the alchemist is at home and free at last. Astrology, planet Saturn, rules Capricorn, results In tarot, the world key represents liberation from the bondage of the devil key. The the lead of illusion has been alchemized into the gold of reality. Saturn is exalted in Libra equilibration because it rules the center. As the mate and balance to Jupiter, planet of expansion, Saturn pulls inward back to the core. Together, Jupiter and Saturn create the logarithmic spiral made equally of expanding centrifugal force and contracting centripetal force. Saturn is teacher, gravity, definition, practicality, responsibility, self-mastery, and the wisdom of age. Let's analyze a verse from the brilliant song. This is the dawning of the age of Aquarius popularized by the band The Fifth Dimension. When the moon is in the seventh house and Jupiter aligns with Mars, then peace will guide the planet and love will steer the stars. The seventh house is the area of partnership, stemming from the seventh sign, Libra, peace. Venus, love, rules the seventh house, and Saturn, selfhood, is exalted there. Jupiter, the great benefic, benefic, enters into partnership with Mars' desire to empower our will for the universal benefit. Thus does love steer the stars. These alignments do happen on a regular basis, so the lyrics are evocative and symbolic. Metaphysicians know that symbolism and music activate the right brain. And here there is a chart. Horoscope houses with ruling and exalted planets. These are the same placements for rulers of the zodiacal signs. Just translate the numbers into signs. Aries is the first sign ruled by Mars, exalts Sun, and so on. Note. Numbers. Numbers are an integral part of tarot and astrology. There are numerous 
numerology books with different systems, follow your intuition, or it is okay to stick with the basics as outlined in high school astrology. And I do really love Granny Rainbow's high school astrology book. It's it's quite fabulous. And honestly, I, I wish I had, it was the first astrology book I had read. Um, it's just great. Um, someone already has bought off this podcast and, and wrote me and said, wow, it was, was not what I was expecting, but it's really good. I'm like, I know, I know. She just, Arissa has this approach to all of these things, which so often become, you know, we deal with in such Scorpio ways, but she really it takes a, a very Piscean and uh, and solar light approach to uh, magic, which is the mark, I think, of a true adept. So God bless you, Arissa. You're amazing. Let's wrap this up. How to use tarot and astrology. Both tarot and astrology are profound disciplines with vast possibilities for exploration. If you are drawn to one or the other, start there. If you can handle both at once, you will find that they elucidate each other. Next, for reading cards, Granny Rainbow recommends the Albano Weight Tarot, which is in agreement with the builders of the Aditum deck. The Bota, B-O-T-A, Paul Foster Case deck, is the best for meditation on the major keys. You must color them yourself, a challenge that is also a gift. Color is another whole science, yay. If you order cases black and white major keys, small or large, be sure also to get the booklet, Highlights of Tarot, which lists the colors recommended by the inner school. And of course, these are things come from the Golden Dawn tradition. Um, for pathworking, I like to use the Rigardi Wang Golden Dawn deck. It's got a very, the way the colors and images are drawn are quite helpful for pathworking, I find, which is basically self-guided meditation. Um, for... Yeah. If you are not drawn to the Albano weight, go for what you like. Your decks may not align with the astrological attributions in this chapters, <coughs> Crowley, which are based on teachings from the Golden Dawn. There are many books available. Commune with your inner guide or guides. Consult an experienced teacher and look for uplifting information in books and online, and in yourself. Next, read cards for yourself and practice on your friends. Ask for feedback. Forget the tiny booklet that comes with the deck. Its card meanings are very mundane. Recommended. Do not use reversals. Upside-down cards. They tend to drag the reading down into duality. Good, bad. Yeah, that's, that's something you'll hear from initiates. Do not use reversals. Using reversals is often the, the mark of, uh, well, I don't want to be judgmental. But because uh, you can, and there's even another assist way of interpreting cards in contradistinction to the placements they have that could lead you to flip the card over. So there's a lot of ways of doing it. Um, and again, as we all say, just explore. Do it a lot and explore. Next, whether or not you want to become a reader of astrology charts, be sure to study an accurate printout of your birth horoscope. Know thyself. Here is a reliable site where you can access free horoscopes. You must know name, date, time, and place. www.astro.com Next, if you are already a taroteer or an astrologer, keep asking for within for the highest guidance with good will to all when using your sacred tools for counseling and for personal insights. Next, always bless a new deck a chart you are working on, or new spiritual book. We're approaching the end of High Magic, How to Turn Your Lead into Gold with Arissa Victor, Granny Rainbow, my dear friend who is uh, 
going to chat with me about it once I've finished it up. She's just down the street next door to me right now and uh, getting a delight out of what I'm doing. So this is for you, Arissa. You're the best. I love you. And, uh, yeah, if you can find used copies, the links I provided below, I believe, are no longer lead to copies. They've all been bought up. But if you can find a used copy out there, it's a beautiful book to have. Thanks for listening. You can get a spoken Kabbalah, her writing down of Jason Lauderhand's references and, and uh, qu- quotes from decades of, of them studying, of her studying with him is amazing because you can, you can hear Paul Foster Case in Jason Lauderhand's voice in ways that you could never hear it any other way. So that's freaking remarkable uh, to have a book like that and that Arissa did that. And um, also high school astrology is just kick-ass. I wish they did use that book in high school. (laughs) Maybe in Waldorf high schools, right? Yeah. Anyway, have a good day, guys. It's been a rough one for me and um, much love. Hi, I'm Granny Rainbow. Thanks for listening to my friend Frater RC read from my out-of-print book, High Magic, How to Turn Your Lead into Gold. Hermetic Science Enterprises is a publishing company based in Scotland, UK, that specializes in Western esoteric printed literature, as well as educational videos. With various imprints under its belt, its roster consists of grimoire tradition literature, alchemical works, Golden Dawn tradition books, and the several texts and videos originally belonging to the philosophers of nature. Besides its downloadable videos and standard hardcover edition books, Hermetic Science Enterprises also produces beautiful and precious limited fine edition books that are true pieces of art. For more information to order any of its products, please visit www.hermeticscienceenterprises.co.uk. That's hermeticscienceenterprises.co.uk. And as a lot of you know, I've uh, talked with the publisher Lenny on the podcast before, including a six-hour epic uh, extended version on the Patreon, and uh, seen the fine edition of his new grimoire of Scott's Discovery of Witchcraft, which is only available for purchase up to 50 limited copies uh, till the end of May, I believe. So check it out now. Hermetic Science Enterprises.co.uk